Hello, and welcome to Live Well with Jacqueline, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Today's podcast is inspired by another Instagram DM that I got from a longtime follower. And one of the reasons I like to share these with you is because I know you guys are listening. And I always like to try to give to you relatable content. Her mission said she really appreciated the episode I did on how incorporating treats during the week removes the mindless guilt that can come around when we're eating more indulgent foods. I wanted to break that down a little bit. One, we're all coming back from a holiday where we want to enjoy our time with the ones that we love. That can include all kinds of fun, delicious foods. At the time of this recording, this was recently on July 4th, which is holding a bit of a heavy space here. Um, Not to get too political, but for women's rights, and there was an act of violence that was very tragic, committed. So not feeling so celebratory. However, there were still a lot of gatherings. There's a lot of barbecues and coleslaw and ice creams and cakes and cookies and all of these things. And when you're trying to grasp onto a moment of celebration, even though the world feels heavy at this time, You think, I want to be able to enjoy this. When will I ever be able to have this blueberry pie again, a la mode? I don't know. So how can I have that and still try to reach my goals? It does come down to the idea of leveling the playing field of all foods. I used to be on this all or nothing food train. I was loving to remove a food group because I felt if I did that, I was powerful. And I was even more powerful and stronger if I was able to stay on top of keeping that food group out of my life. Started when I became a vegetarian back when I was 14. And I was winning if I avoided that food. I see people do this with carbs. I did that when I went strict paleo for a long time. Really removing a lot of certain foods and food groups. And I lived and died by food rules. And that dogma got me into trouble. Not only like physical trouble, because even though I was eating in these certain dietary landscapes, I was still quite a bit overweight for my frame. I was carrying an extra 25 pounds, so that was confusing as fuck. But not only that, I was miserable. I remember on my birthday one year, 
and was so strict paleo that I got a ribeye delivered with a candle in it while everybody else had ice cream and cake around me. And even then, I mean, I knew something was wrong, but I was so sad. But hey, I was fitting into these size two shorts and that was cute. By the way, it's not worth it. I'd rather have the cake. So the flip side of that is you can have the cake or the ice cream or the cookies or the 4th of July blueberry pie but understanding your portion size of it and your enjoyment of that moment, your satisfaction factor, and what were you eating up until and around that. So you can make sure that you're having a balanced experience, right? I don't want any of the people that I coach to ever feel that they shouldn't do something. They can choose not to do something, meaning work out or eat, based on how it makes them feel. That's really the only real rule that I have in coaching. There's no food list. There's no don't have this or don't do this. It's absolutely everything is on the table. But the things that don't make you feel that good, maybe we limit those. And see what I did there? I told you to limit them. If you avoid them at all costs and really white knuckle through that, there's going to become a time also where that feels like restriction too. I did that when I first got diagnosed with Hashimoto's. I went hardcore into being gluten and dairy free. My doctor at the time, functional medicine doctor, because I was priding myself at one of our appointments saying how strict I was. She looked at me and she's like, what would it feel like if you were that way but just 80% of the time? And my eyes kind of bugged out of my head and I was like, well, that'd be a failure. That'd be like a B minus. What are you talking about? This is when I also knew that I started to recognize some behaviors in my own journey that needed work. So that was in the very beginning of my macro tracking. And that's when I started doing a lot of the mental health work on it. The deeper root causes, the whys, and how will I be able to live my life in a more meaningful, enjoyable way if I actually let go of the reins a little bit and was a little more flexible. And that's the Jacqueline that you have today. A lot more flexibility, has a little bit more of a swing weight range, feels good, because guess what? Then that lends to this beautiful space of positive self-talk and ability. I always get a choice. I always get a choice if I want to live in maintenance or if I want to enter into a calorie deficit and track for a little bit. I get a choice if I want to just work with dumbbells and bands, focus on my steps, or if I want to lift heavy shit in a barbell and hit my Peloton super hard. 
those abilities, those choices, none of those are shoulds anymore, okay? That's what landed me in the land of maintenance and how I've been able to enjoy this body of mine and watch it change and shift, but then also manipulate it if I feel like I need it or want to do that. You know, maybe my body isn't feeling as good as it could. Maybe it's feeling more bloated. Maybe it's feeling inflamed. Maybe I've been enjoying too much of something and I want to just tailor it back a little bit. Those are the tools in my tool belt. And I always start with the, well, why am I doing this? And is that behavior serving me? And then from there, I get to make a choice. And all of that does come back to making a choice about mindfully eating more indulgent foods. Because I never want to feel guilty about that, ever. I wasted way too much time on that. So if you're wasting time on telling yourself that you're a good or bad person based on what you're eating, that you're making right or wrong choices, maybe consider coaching. It's going to help you get out of your own way in your own brain space and really neutralize all of those food wars and food thoughts in your mind. As always, thank you for tuning in to the Live Well with Jacqueline podcast. If you found this episode helpful, can you share it with somebody? Maybe rate, review, or subscribe. Take care.